Yo, what up though? Welcome. How y'all feeling? To IGP Quick Takes. Inspire guys, people. I'ma just give y'all a little something real quick. Like, you know. Been here for a minute, man. It's kind of like a freestyle, but in the form of a podcast. Uh, yeah. Turn me up. Uh, it's gonna be good. I ain't really got time for this. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire Guys People, the podcast where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. This is a quick take, people. Come on. Woo! Guys, people, how you feeling? Uh, I can't wait uh, to get into it. Yeah. Hey. All right, man. Let's jump right into this show. Shout out to any new listeners out there. Um, if this your first time. Hopefully you come back after today. Uh, it's going to be a doozy, uh, as they say. Uh, we got some interesting things to talk about today that might make you look at me quite differently, I promise you. Um, hopefully not. You know, give your boy a little bit of grace. This is for anybody out there. You know, today is dedicated to anybody out there who thought that I thought I was perfect. Um, or, you know, we like to put people on the pedestal these days because I got my little podcast and people listening all over the world. That don't mean nothing. Just a normal person making normal people mistakes, doing crazy stuff. That's what I do. All right. Um, look, let's say this. I don't shout this out every episode, you know. Um, if you want to join the text community, the Inspire God's People text community that, um, if I'm being honest, I'm just, uh, once a month, I think I, once every six weeks, I might text y'all. I want to get better. But do me a favor. Text this number right here. Here's the number. 833. 833- 946-2518. Again, 833-946-2518. This is all you got to put in the text message. Be inspired. B-E. There's no space, by the way. So this is all together. B-E-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D. Be inspired. Text that to 833-946-2518. You will be opting into the text community that I do not spam. I think I do the opposite of spam. I'm going to be real with y'all. Um, I actually feel like I should be texting my group more. And I want to. Can I be real with y'all? This is, this is quick take, so I got a couple things to jump into before um, Lavelle joins the show and we get into, um, uh, man, uh, <laughs> quite embarrassing topic. Anyway, you're going to want to stick around for that one. But, uh... Uh, just a couple things before we get into that. Um, this text community, right? I, I'm just, can I be real with y'all? Just a couple things. I do struggle. I, I just want to be honest. You know, since 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 today, this is going to be, this is my humble pie episode. You know what I'm saying? This is just, I'm just let y'all know. Um, I struggle, man, because, like, I, all right, just just follow me. Don't judge me, please. I won't judge you. But, like, Everything we do nowadays is about, like, relinquishing all of your privacy and, like, constantly being on a screen, constantly being in front of people. It's constant. It's nonstop. You know what I mean? And it's like, if I'm being real, it just doesn't feel normal to me. Like, and again, maybe it's just, you know, I guess I feel like, I'm a part of that older millennial group, you know, the the group between 35 and 40 to me, we like the last generation that got the opportunity to experience life 
without social media and smartphones, but like, you know, we were young enough to adopt them as well. You know what I mean? And so I'm not against all that stuff. I'm on it. But at the same time, it's just a struggle for me to like completely like, uh, I just don't think this stuff is normal. Like, I don't, I think we accept some stuff as normal and it's like, yo, should we just have a camera in our face all the time? You know what I'm saying? Like I got, and it, look, this is no shade for real, but I got like friends or family. It's like, I know when I go around them, it's like, man, they about to have this phone in my face. And don't let it be like an event, like a birthday party or whatever, a get together. And people have to do that. And it's just, man, again, no shade to nobody else. It's just not normal to me. So I struggle with like, I want to I wanna connect with y'all more. I want to you know, take this podcast, the video. I want to welcome people in. But at the same time, I still want to have a life that y'all don't know about unless you know me. And it's kind of like, I think for me it's because I still value real relationships. And real relationships take effort that a lot of the digital stuff doesn't take. Like, it doesn't take a lot of effort for you to watch my Instagram story. You know what I mean? So if I'm giving, you know... It's about access to me. So it's kind of like if you think about, you know, a bank, you know, every random worker doesn't have access to the vault. There's still something more valuable in that bank that you need a certain clearance for. Or think about people who work for the government and they have different clearances and top secret information. And, you know, it's just like these days, everybody think they, you know, G14 classified, as, as, as Shaq would say. Um, you know, everybody think they just got that special access card and I'm still a person that's like, no, like, yeah, I still got a vault that's reserved for people who really, like, like, who put in the effort to know me, to build a relationship. And it's not even like, look, if somebody, if somebody um, signed up for the text community at the same time, right, that's a person that's going the extra mile. So for those of y'all who signed up for the text community, maybe that's reason enough that I should, like, open more up more to that group and, and share more. So anyway, I'm just being honest about my internal struggles. I do struggle with that because I just, like I said, it just, it don't feel normal that the extent that we go to bringing people in our lives. Like I'm just being real with y'all. Like, you know, people don't know everything about, like, you don't know where I work. You don't know what kind of car I drive, you know, like if I'm rich or poor, or middle class, like, I don't know. It's just like, man, I feel like though, but I'm I'm saying this respectfully. It's kind of like you saving some stuff for a real friendship or a real relationship. It's kind of like somebody who saves themselves for marriage. It's like you saving something for a relationship that goes deeper. And so with me, I feel like, you know, I try to like reserve certain things to where like if you got to know me, right, if if we cross paths, there's still more layers for you to peel back. And it might be like, yo, this dope, like I listened to the podcast or whatever, but I met him and he a real person. And it's like, you know, and that could be good or bad or in between. And you're going to, you know, maybe you'll think it's bad after you hear the rest of this show today. But anyway, that's just a quick take. Let's move on from that. You know what I'm saying? That's the beautiful thing about quick takes. I can go down a rabbit hole of a conversation and we don't have to go too far, too deep. We don't have to have no solution, resolution. I just expressed myself to y'all you know what i'm saying can i pour my heart out today um anyway let's move on to the next topic opportunities versus handouts 
Now, I actually think I might have maybe talked about this before on the um, podcast. Not 100% sure, but this was a note in my phone that I read today, and I don't, it's probably from a couple months ago. Oh, May 8th. Yeah, it looks like I put this in here May 8th. So I'm, you know, just sharing a note from my phone that I thought was interesting. Um, Man, I got, so I put opportunity versus handouts. And the reason I, you know, that I like this topic today is because I think sometimes we struggle to understand, like, you know, when when things are like, when it's a thin line, you feel me? And sometimes in life, it's a thin line between things. And so on the surface, an opportunity in a handout could look exactly the same. You feel me? But the difference between the opportunity and the handout is that the opportunity is earned. The opportunity is earned. All right. So I got this example. And again, if I said this in a podcast back in May, this is just a quick refresher, but I thought it was worth repeating. All right. The example I have in my notes is like, let's say a parent leaves some, you know, a child a million dollars, right? Um, the response to the investment determines whether it's an opportunity or handout. Ooh. So it's not so much as from the, from the end of the person who's giving, but it's up to the receiver through their actions to discern, determine if this is a handout or if this is an opportunity. Now, here's what I have for handout. This person isn't equipped to leverage and grow the wealth accumulated, so they just spend it. So if your parents leave you a million dollars and you haven't equipped yourself to be able to know what to do with a million dollars, so you do the only thing you know how to do before you had a million dollars, which is just spend it, which is all you're doing is making the million dollar estate less and less valuable over time. Handout. If God blesses you with something, and you don't equip yourself for it, you just took a handout. But here's an opportunity. This person takes the wealth left and invests and grows it to greater. This now creates an opportunity for them to pass down more than their parents originally left behind, leveraging the wealth for more than spending on superficial things. The key word for a person who sees an opportunity is leverage. Opportunities are something that you take and you leverage to make something greater. You have a mentality to add to. A person with the mentality that just wants handouts, their entire goal is to take away by accumulating things that they want. Now, you got to ask yourself, am I a person looking for an opportunity or am I looking for a handout? Because an opportunity takes work. It takes effort. It takes you being willing to prepare yourself for what you want. And a handout just says, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to prepare myself at all. Actually, I'm going to be the same me doing the same thing that I was doing before you gave me whatever you gave me. And then I'm going to take it and I'm going to decrease its value over time. An opportunity. An opportunity. I can talk. An opportunity. You know what? That's my signal to shut up and then go ahead and just look. This is how crazy this is. I had to call Lavelle at work today. Um, we had this interview earlier today, actually. I've, I've very, this interview happened today. I called him at work. I actually called him. I, I think we talk about it. So, you know what? Let's, I'm going to shut up. Let's just get into this. Hit me up. Let me know what you think of the show. 
jermainewilsonmusic at gmail.com. Also, feel free to shoot me DMs on social media, Instagram. I am Mr. Bellwether. You can find all of this information in the description of the show. Please like, share, and review this podcast so that we can continue to grow. And I appreciate you all for listening because, like I said, we just celebrated three years last week. And we had the best month ever. Had the best month ever for this show. And the show has done consistently well over time. So I'm appreciative for that. I'm actually borderline surprised. Like, man, we had the best month ever. And um, the last two weeks have been um, even better than that. So thank you so much for making this show amazing and for rocking with me. And please do join the text community and tell me, let me know if you want me to share more and what type of content you want me to share. Because I got to come out of, you know, I got to. I don't, I just don't want y'all all, it's like, I'm talking to y'all every week, you, I'm, what more do you want? You just want to know everything, I'm, I'm just a normal person, a normal person, I'm just a normal person. Hey, okay, let me stop, you know what, but all jokes aside, that is what it is, it's like, look, man, I just, people build you up to tear you down. I watch a lot of people go crazy through fame and popularity and they lose themselves. And I'm just like, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just regular. I'm out here chilling. You know what I'm saying? You might catch me in Walmart looking toasted. That's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? So don't believe the hype. Anyway, let's move on. I'm just a regular person. Hey, a regular person. I'm just a regular. All right, let me stop. What up, man? What's going on, man? How you feeling today, brother? Dang, I made a I mistake. I feel good. I feel good. Keep making a mistake and call your brother. You still, you still at work, right? You, you ain't gonna get fired, are you? I hope not. We'll find out if we do it to be live on air, Doc. <laughs> well, I, I can only pray that it turns out in our favor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right so I'm, I'm gonna jump right into this because we don't got a lot of time because i'm calling you at work um like i told you when i when i hit you up and gave you a little i, I told you earlier like i i'm like man i should have been recording because i was about to i called you to tell you what happened mm-hmm. but then at, right before i'm like yo this this gotta go on the show man so <laughs> appreciate you for uh taking some some time off work which i'm sure you won't complain about um not at all doc. until i send this to your boss so we, <laughs> you know. right. um, well let me, let me let me first say this okay i'm scared <laughs> i don't know what's about to happen right now so you were about to tell me and then you wanted to do it on the show so yeah. i'm just letting, letting everybody know i am afraid right now yeah you know what and and i feel that these are the type of stories that is no you don't know how to enter like i don't know how to tell somebody this other than just tell them but this okay. literally just happened to me about two hours ago. Okay. All right. So I'm at work, and, and speaking of being fired, uh, I can I can tell you confidently. Now I, I wouldn't have got fired, I don't think, but uh, could have ruined my <laughs> career. Um. So, <laughs> dang, it's like, all right, where do you start? Um. Today was one of those days, like you know, I've been trying lately. You know, I, I've literally been on like over a thousand Zoom calls. Okay. In the past year. And I, I was counting and I'm like, yeah, literally. Like, you know, I'm Hold on, on you know, some days, seven, eight calls a day, even if I'm on five calls, 25, 30 a week. I mean, just, you know. I so you're literally a Zoomologist. Yeah, literally. I could, you know, teach you a lot, even though that could be <laughs> um argued or debated after the day. Um, 
So, you know, I've been on a thousand Zoom calls literally um, in the past year and a half, um, probably more than a thousand. I'm not going to say by far, but I've at least been on a thousand. Okay. And um, yeah, you know, um, all day, every day, that's the thing. But so like this year, I kind of came into it like not this year, really in the last couple months, my bad. I kind of started thinking like, man, I have to try to find a way to get out because I'd be in my office all day, you know. Um, I've traveled just a little bit. Then they put all these pro travel protocols on you, you know, depending on all this other stuff. So long story short, I'm like, all right, sometimes I get up and go get a smoothie. Um, you know, I got like, sometimes I, I try to work out or whatever, but most of the time on my calls, I'm doing the presenting or I'm leading or I have to talk on the calls. You feel me? Follow okay. me so far? Yes, sir. So today was unique in that fact that like, I didn't, I wasn't leading this call. I didn't have to talk or anything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to work out while I'm on the Zoom call, right? Okay. And so, you know, I work out, cool, cool. And really had just kind of like finished my workout. And um, I had I had just looked at the screen and, and we was good. You know, you always check to make sure you muted, make sure the camera ain't on, all that. Oh, cool, I'm mm -hmm. good. No worries there, right? All right. So I take my shirt off or whatever it may be. Um, again, I just got done working out. So I take my shirt off. That's, that's, as, that's as graphic as we getting. So no, no problem. Okay. Thank God. But I look up. Oh, Lord. And I'm on the screen. <laughs> wow. In a meeting at work, bare chested. Wow. Fortune 50 company. Um, <laughs> I'm the manager on this call. So the, the, the context of the people on this call was uh, my team and then my, my peer, who's a manager in another, um, over another function in the organization, or she manages a different channel than I do. Uh, but me and her, you know, we are peers or whatever. So it was our, the call was our two teams were on the call. Okay. So I look up. Now, here's the bad part. I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't know, and this is going to sound crazy, Cause I can black out sometimes when it, when I mean blackout, let me, let me, let me, you know, people might get scared. Like, all right, if I'm tired or I'm like, I'm doing a lot of work when I black out, that means I'm no longer thinking and I'm just doing what I'm used to doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I'm driving, sometimes I could pass my exit cause I'm just driving. Like I'm just, all I know is I'm driving, I'm paying attention, but I might for a second black out and forget like, Oh, what am I doing? So <laughs> I don't know if potentially, because again, I've been on a thousand Zoom calls. Usually I'm on camera, all those things. I usually don't even do a Zoom call while I'm doing something else for real, but I've been trying to like be more like active and just not sit at a desk all day and all that. So I don't know if I potentially blacked out for a second and just I'm so used to hitting start video that I hit start video before I took my shirt off. I, but all I remember is I looked at it and I wasn't on camera and I was like, all right, I was consciously off video and I looked back up. And it was on video. And I don't know how long it was on video. I know I wasn't with my shirt off for long. Okay. Because I saw my, sh I looked and saw myself. And you know how you had that moment of like, oh my God. <laughs> so, so I'll pause there. There's a little more to it, but I'll pause there and, and, and see what, 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 your, what your thoughts are. Am I, um, I, I never thought it would be me. I, I'll say that much, but, but. <laughs> Well, I, my thoughts are I'm glad it was you <laughs> and not me, you know. Of course. Uh, wow, that is. Okay, so I think we all do that, though. Uh, not 
be butt naked on our <laughs> Zoom calls for work. But I was about to say. I think we all have that blackout moment. There's been times I'm thinking about something and past my exit as well, you know, so. But, yeah, that that was, um, <laughs> that, that was, that was interesting. I'll, I'll just put it to, that way. I don't, say the least. I don't know how to respond, to be honest. I'm, so, wow. okay, okay, so let me tell you the rest. So, and the rest is like, all right, so at that moment, right, obviously my heart drops, right? I, I mean, yeah. again, I'm. I'm so did anybody guy. say anything? So this is what happened. Okay, we'll get into that. Okay, okay. So instantly when this happens, first I'm having that thought. And this, I guess you'd be realizing some thoughts you don't have that much in life and you can't, you can't like simulate these thoughts or feelings. It's that feeling when you do something and you know it's bad, but it's too late to undo it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I literally cannot believe this just happened and there's nothing I can do that just happened, right? But I immediately, so my immediate reaction was to stop the video, but then look at everybody's faces. Right. Yeah. Nobody reacted. Huh. So I'm like, hmm. So then I, I start texting people. So, you know, I, I started with, you know, the people on my team. Mm -hmm. I started texting them individually, though. Like, I'm like, hey, please tell me you didn't just see me right. <laughs> on the call. And the first girl was like, no, no, what happened? So question, <laughs> at that point, would you tell them what happened or you wouldn't? Uh, I probably would not. I did. Okay. Um, okay. Every person. So I reached out to everybody individually except one person. Um, so it's okay. about 10, 11 people on the call. Um, nobody saw it. Wow. When I tell you. Mother, 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 <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so, so for the last 30 minutes, I've just been walking around the house singing like old songs just randomly like that. <laughs> Tiff is like, what's wrong? I like, if I'm being honest, that is literally how I feel. Father, father, <laughs> I cannot believe. And the thing is, I believe them because... I looked at their faces and they didn't respond. There's no way that you don't respond to that, number one. Right. And then I'm, I'm texting each person and everybody's original reaction was like, huh? Like, what happened? And so I told them. I, so I told them, I'm like, well, <laughs> the thing is, I was just on that call <laughs> working out with my shirt off. Wow. Um, so there is a guy, anybody who doesn't believe in miracles, um, <laughs> there is a guy. Wow. Wow. I, I was, why was I hoping this story went another way? I, I'm sorry, man. I was just, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, see that, 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 I mean, so now we're in this age now where, you know, these zoom calls are happening. Like you said, you're always on a zoom call. So I can imagine it gets very routine for you. Yep. And you can just kind of, you know, absent-mindedly do things because it's so familiar. Literally. You know, it's just, it's just, it's second nature. You're just doing it. You know, many of us, you know, most of us don't count our breaths. You know, you just breathe. You know, you're not sitting there counting right. because it gets routine, you know. So my thought that kind of just popped in my head 
is how careful we have to be in our spiritual lives where we're not just so routine, so comfortable with God that we begin to do things absent-mindedly. Man. No, that's, that, that makes a lot of, I, and I didn't, like, again, I didn't know you would go there, but that make a lot of sense, like, from the standpoint of, like you said, even, like, when we all, all of us have had that moment when we driving, and again, the only thing I could think of is I had to maybe black out or something, because I know the camera was off the start. I know that. But then okay. it's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was a glitch, and I don't know yeah. what happened. All I know is I looked up and saw myself uh, naked um, at the top. <laughs> and, and my point, I guess, with that is like, based on what you just said, the reason that it's important not to be spiritually like routine or redundant like that is sometimes you won't know how you got somewhere and you just mm -hmm. look up and you caught naked. Like what, like, what is this? Like, where, where am I at? Um, all right. So a couple more things and I'm gonna let you go. Cause I know you're at work, so we don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you had anything else to add to that, because I actually think that was a good point. So not to, not to skate past that, if you had something else to add to like that spiritual routine, like not, you know, I don't know if there's anything else to unpack there. So I don't, I don't want to go past it too quick if it is. Yeah, actually, I was trying to look up um, the sorcerer in the book of Acts, I believe it was. Uh, let's see, Acts chapter 8. Let me go here real quick. I just want to. Now, this just popped in my head. I don't even know if this got anything to do with anything. If it doesn't, just edit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to leave it in there, and they're going to see how much of a false teacher you are, brother. <laughs> ah, right. Okay, so here it is, verse 9. So this is Acts chapter 8, verse 9. There was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery, bewitching the people of Samaria, giving out uh, that, that himself was some great one. They all gave heed to him, skipping down a little. Um... They had regard for him because he had bewitched with sorceries. Verse 12, but when they believed Philip preaching and things concerning God, they were baptized, both men and women, and they became Christians. Verse 13, then Simon himself believed also, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs. Um, going down a little bit, then the apostles ended up coming and uh, he was kind of following them around. Verse 17 says, then um, they laid their hands on the people and the people received the Holy Ghost. Verse 18, when Simon saw that through laying on the, of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money saying, give me also this power that whoever I lay my hands on may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said, your money, money perish with thee because you thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. So this guy, was a sorcerer. He was doing things, you know, the wrong way. And he ends up becoming a Christian. All right. Now he's a Christian for a while. We're presuming. Then he starts to fall back into his old ways. He took his shirt off. He took. <laughs> wow. He took his shirt off. So like, yeah. no, that that's, I, I get it. Like, so you have this situation where you was, you was doing wrong. You gave your life to Christ, right? You're like, you checked, like, okay, I'm good. It's on mm -hmm. mute. The video is off. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere along the way, things happen, and you just revert back to, you take your shirt off. Like, what you, mm -hmm. what you doing? Put your shirt. But the thing is, you revert back to, to what you, your old ways. And I think we see, we actually see this a lot in the church, right? 
because mm-hmm. what happens is people fall in love with their gifts and elevate that over their calling. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like, so you will have somebody who used to sing in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what we make the mistake of is before we assimilate them into the, into the family of Christ, into Christianity and teach them what it means to be saved and they learn and whatever that is, we instantly try to make them do in the church what they were doing in the world. Mm, wow. In his case, he was basically looking like, yo, okay, that is familiar with what I used to do in the world. Mm. So let me go back to that. That's what, like, yo, give me the, and it's crazy that he was saved. Like, give me this power, I'll give you money. Wow. Man took his shirt off. That is all, wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, that's dope. That's dope. All right, a couple more things. And we, I okay. know this is kind of quick, um, but I, I want to make sure I get you out of here when you, you working. And um, I guess this is going to be like, this is going to be your first time on a quick take episode. This is a quick take. That's what a quick Sweet. take is. Um, so, so we don't have to go super in depth, but, but a couple more things. So this, this reminded me of when we were in D.C., me and Tiff went to D.C. like a month ago, I guess. And mm-hmm. when we were in D.C., we went to this... Um, I went to this Marshalls. I was just walking and um, I was actually looking. It got hot in a mug outside. And so yeah. I needed like a little towel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hot. And so I'm like, man, I need a little towel. So I went to inside the Marshalls. And the thing was, you know, when you out of town, like it's different. This, this Marshalls was in this huge building and it looked like other stuff was in the building, but I wasn't sure. Okay. So when I walked in Marshalls, it was like a, he wasn't a security guy, but I guess he was like, you know how you go to stores and they got a person that be at the front door of one of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he checking receipts or whatever like that. Okay. So this guy works there though. He works at Marshall's and he, I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, oh, what you looking for is downstairs. I'm like, okay, cool. Appreciate it. And so I was like, hey, can you tell me like, are there other stores in this building or something like that? And he was like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, huh? You you're here. You work here. You come here. My my point with that is, when we talk about blacking out, like we talk about really mm-hmm. not being present. Like you here, yeah. but you not really here. And sometimes that's how some of us could be in Christianity and with the Lord. Like mm-hmm. it's like you here. You at church. You saved, but you ain't really receiving. You ain't really receiving a word. You not really hearing what God is saying in your life. And that can happen outside of the four walls of the church. That's just an example. But yeah, I, I thought that was crazy with him. Like you work here, but yeah. you're not sure what else is happening in this building. Yeah. Yeah. His focus was just on what, what he was, they train us at my job to, you know, we, we have to show empathy toward all of our guests, right? No matter what's happening, you know, you know, I, it, the building I work in is huge and it's not just a company I work for. There are, there are at least, a hundred other companies in here and I'm probably undershooting that by far, but yeah. um, I don't know everything about this building, but I don't just say when somebody walks up, Hey, where are someone's? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, there's, there are ways to find out, you know, so we do have to sometimes step outside of our comfort zone Thank you. and do things that we may not normally have done. But the good thing is you're going to learn something from it. I didn't know, you know, there was uh, one time a guest came up and I didn't know that the, um, 
Japanese consulate is in this building. I had no idea. I don't know what that but, is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that sounds like the guy that Jackie Chan meets with on rush hour. <laughs> and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Like, well, I'm no, just... that's literally exactly what it is. So like the consulate, like the U.S. consulate, if you're in wherever, Arabia or Japan or whatever, you get to the U.S. consulate, then it's like being on U.S. ground. Oh, it's like the embassy. Yes. Yep. So oh, yeah, I, just I didn't know that. there was a Japanese consulate in here. But someone asked me one time, "Is there? Uh, do you know where the Japanese consulate is? I could have very easily been like, oh, I have no idea and walked away. But I said, I don't know, but let's find out. And we walked around, found some security people or whatever, and, and inquired of it, saying all that to say that, you know, I had to step outside of my comfort zone. But once I did, then I got some knowledge that I never had before. And I think one of the problems with us sometimes as the church is we just want that surface understanding of the Bible. Yeah. We don't want to dig in. You know, the Bible tells us to study to show yourself approved, right? But many of us just want to read to show ourselves approved. And I always say this, man, you're talking about a book that was written over 2,000 years ago on three different continents in three different languages than we speak. Hmm. And you can't just take that and read it at face value and think that you're going to understand it. No, you have to study the Bible. You have to study the word of God, dig in deep. And when you do, you will be rewarded. You're going to get some knowledge. You're going to get some understanding and your spiritual life is going to be strengthened as a result. No, I, man, that's very well said. And it's, is I guess it's crazy. Like there's um, one, like you said, like basically not doing what's convenient. I, I feel mm -hmm. like people do what's convenient because the convenient thing is the easy thing. And like you had said something like, you know, we have to be willing to do something that we don't normally do. And if yeah. I'm being real though, I don't think most people are willing to do that. Like, like just mm -hmm. like, I was thinking about like um, banking. We, we've talked about banking before through the years. Cause I was telling you about online banking when I first learned about it and, and different. Yep. And it ain't about like online banking or whatever. It, it really was. I think the point of the conversation was a couple years ago, I came across this account. I mean, this website called depositaccounts.com. Mm -hmm. And depositaccounts.com allows you to look up basically any type of bank in the country. Like, I don't, I don't know who's behind this website or whatever, but they got all of the interest rates, all the different type of accounts you can have. And I started looking at the interest rates and they even have a calculator. And you could be like, all right, if I put $5,000 in the bank for this loan, long story short, I'm like, oh, the traditional brick and mortar banks, that's easy. That's up and down the street. You get nothing. Oh, they get $5,000. Okay, here's a penny after a year. Right. Yep. And I'm like, yo, well, these online banks, some of them are giving up to close to 2%, 1.5%, right? This is pre-pandemic. That might have changed. But my point is, when you really think about it, most people aren't going to do that because it's just harder. It's not convenient. Right. It's easy to do what you've always done. So for some people, it's easy to just say, no, I've worked here for 20 years. No, it's not in here. I don't know. I've all, I've never had that. I've never had to figure that out before. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, uh, I've talked several times about Dave, Ram you know, the Dave Ramsey program that my wife and I went through. Yeah. Um, but I know one of the things he says is, is, 
get an account like a money market account or something like that that is where it's not easy for you to get the money. The right. easier it is for you to get the money out, the better chances that you're going to get it out, even for things that you don't really, really need it for. Great and I think advice. we do that a lot. You know, we, you know, we, 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 you know, put it somewhere like you said, where it's very convenient, very easy for me to get it out. Not no work involved. You know, you just grab it and put it out. But if you do put it in some type of an account where it's not as easy, it may take a little longer. There's some extra steps you have to do. Then you won't be so inclined to do it, do that to get it out. You'll really think like, hey, you know what? Do I really need this? <laughs> yep. And and that's such a that's such a good point. That's that's excellent advice, actually, man. Like learning how to put your finances somewhere that's not so accessible. Um yep. because I think what happens with most of us is again the convenient thing to do, at least when you come from where we come from. I can't speak for everybody. It might mm-hmm. be some wealthy people listening to this show. Like, you know, we attract all type of people. So maybe some people say, Hey, I was born wealthy. I, what is that? I don't I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Right, right. And, and 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 if you are, feel free to donate and support this show. There you go. I don't hey, look, guys, <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask for any money, but it, hey, you're wealthy. <laughs> no, I'm just but, but here's the thing in all seriousness, is like what ends up happening is when when you and this is, you know, again, and I'm not saying this to, you know. offend nobody take it take Mm -hmm. it on the chin or whatever if it hurt a little bit sometimes things gotta hurt but like you know sometimes there's no like living check to check right and I again I've been there we used to live Mm -hmm. check to check and what happens is sometimes you don't realize but the sinful thing is the easy thing to do and I'm specifically putting time sin to poverty in in the regard of like the convenient thing to do is it's like Yo, living check to check when that's all you really have ever did, that don't take a lot of effort. Yeah. You get a check. Hey, man, what can last us six days? All right, I know if I do A, B, and B, uh, cool, we good. But when you have to start being like, oh, okay, wait a minute, I put that $200 in, a, in an account that it take four days to get it out. You can't just get it. But that's to protect mm-hmm. you too so that you don't so easily spend it and see it. So, yeah, yeah. man, it's... um. You know, that, 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 that thing that hurts us is typically easy. Yeah. Wow. It was easy calling you today. <laughs> Heard it, felt sinful. You know, when you think about it, like, let's just say if I would have tried to call, like, you know, Will Smith. Uh-huh. It would have been tough. It <laughs> I can't just easily get in touch with Will. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, it's convenient. Sinful. It it makes sense. Uh, well, in, in my defense, when you called the first time, I didn't answer. Woo. All right. All right, Will. All right. I see you, bro. Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, Neil. Hey, hey, just let me let me give you some advice before we go. When you, when you get off this phone, don't take your shirt off. Are you still at work? Don't take your shirt off. Um, yeah. Um, now, now, let me say this before we go. Like, that's what's funny, though, about the difference between Zoom and in real life. The one thing I was going to say is, like, I kind of was like, as I was calling the people, I was happy that they didn't see it. But some of the yeah. stuff we talking about, I'm like, dang, you know what? That's just proof that y'all are not paying attention. Like, <laughs> like yo, so I got I got on a call and took my shirt off. Wow. And none of y'all saw it. Wow. So 
So how easily can something be right? Like even even something good. Imagine uh, how many opportunities was right in front of you, and you never even opened your eyes, or you were distracted, or you were doing something else. It's like he took his shirt off. Like I never saw it. I literally am talking to people who was there, but they didn't see it. Didn't see it. Wow. So. All right, man. You got anything to say before I let you get back? To my question would be how. How could you not see all those birds flying around? <laughs> how could they not? How would they miss that? Mother, so mother, mother. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I'm happy they ain't see the birds, dog. I'm just so, so happy. Did you, talk, did you ever end up talking to the other person that wasn't on your team? Or did you just let it go after that? No, no. I mean, it was, it was like nine, ten people on the call. I reached out to all, like, I reached out to nine of them. The one dude who wasn't on my team, he was the guy presenting it. So, like, oh, okay. you know, part of it, too, is like, I'm like, okay, you know, certain people got their Zoom set up differently. Some people got it on speaker view, so they only see the speaker. Some people got it, like, where it's, mm-hmm. like, smaller. You only see in the first four people. I was later on the call because, again, I didn't really have to join this call. That's the mm-hmm. crazy thing. I called myself doing – I called myself, like, no, I'm going to support my team. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to, you know, learn whatever with them. And uh, that backfired, but I I can't tell you each person that I called or text as I confirmed that they didn't see it. Yeah, it was just like a burden lifted. But that last lady, I didn't reach out to her. Okay, so it's still possible. <laughs> father, father. <laughs> to be continued. Oh my goodness, man! All right, well, I, hey, look, I appreciate you taking some time off work, bro. You got you got anything to tell us before you go, man? The bird is back uh, in the cage. No, <laughs> nobody saw me take my shirt off. What else you got to say? Uh, that's it. And just just in case my boss is listening, I never stopped working. I'm actually working as we're talking. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. He, he's working, but he took his shirt off. So. <laughs> you, look, you can't get it. Uh, now, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I say this before we go. Now, I, I mm-hmm. have a confession to make. Okay. Um, this was about, this was 11th or 12th grade. Uh, y'all know I was the class clown in high school. And my high school was so strict during lunch that you couldn't even have on a hat. They would okay. not let you put on a hat. We had a, a guy, a former military guy, Sarge. I guess he was the ROTC guy. And he also was the lunchroom-like person to make sure you was attended, I guess. But we had a military guy in the lunchroom in okay. his uniform. And okay. so our, our lunchroom was so strict, you had to sit down. You couldn't have on a hat, whatever, you know. I was like, okay, watch this, y'all. I literally put a hat on, took my shirt off, and have the picture to prove it. And had somebody take a picture. And guess what? Sarge never saw it. I never got in trouble. So this is the second time. I just thought about This is the second time I've been in a room full. That was a room full of about 100 people. And uh, had my shirt off with a hat on and nobody. Well, people saw it because I had somebody take a picture. And uh, Sarge never saw it. So. This is what I do, man. I take my shirt off, bro. <laughs> so. All right, man. Appreciate you. Go ahead and get back to work before you get fired and I get promoted. Hey, if I get fired, I'm taking my shirt off, dog. <laughs> Please do it. That's Hey, anybody out there, your last day at work, just... just <laughs> this is the absolute worst advice we've ever given on this show. <laughs> But if you do it, please send us the picture. You can email me, JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. You at work, quitting with your shirt off. Uh, Don't do that. Please don't do it. Uh, Love y'all. God bless y'all. LaVille, we 
uh, we we tolerate you, my brother. So <laughs> go ahead, have a good rest of the day, man. Thanks, bro. All right, bro. Yeah.